Did you know that more than 6 billion Energy Star products have been sold since 1992? So what does that even mean? What kinds of products and why billions sold? Stay with us as we learn together about Energy Star today, what you should look for, what products are available, the benefits, and specifically, all you need to know about water heaters on today's podcast. And I plan on learning a lot as well. Hi, everybody. I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, and this is Down to Earth Tucson. So get ready for what I'm calling Energy Star 101, what we all need to know to conserve energy, and this is the best part, especially now, save money on our appliances. Some of the information you're going to learn will shock you because it did me. And I failed a quiz on a call that I was on with TEP. Mrs. Green did not get the answer right. So I was like, I shamed myself. But not surprisingly, we have two people who will be sharing with us everything we need to know about things we want to know and maybe some things we didn't even know we didn't know, if that makes sense, about Energy Star and why it all matters. Please join me in welcoming Edith Garcia and Tammy McKay, Program Managers at UNS Energy Corporation, the parent company for Tucson Electric Power. Not surprisingly, once again, both of them had been at TEP for quite some time. Edith, not as many hours years as Tammy, Edith in with 12 and Tammy, I thought I'd say two decades because it sounds so dramatic. But oh my is, God. <laughs> that sounds way worse than 20 years, doesn't it? Um, yes, very much. But anyway, it's great to have you both here. Edith, I'm so excited that you are here now joining Mrs. Green and we have a lot of content to share. So let's start with you for our first question and it's definitely not going to be stump the guests but i'm not sure if i could give a great definition for what energy star is and i shouldn't actually admit that on the air but after this podcast i'll be able to can we start there what is energy star and why should it matter to the consumers sure gina thanks for having me um and yes we can start on what is energy star so energy star is a government-backed symbol for energy efficiency the EPA ensures that Energy Star provides trusted information. This is important because businesses and consumers rely on this information every day to highlight products and deliver real consumer savings. We encourage the purchase of Energy Star products through some of our programs as it provides simple, credible, and unbiased information for consumers. So we really um, encourage our customers to look for that Energy Star label in the products and appliances that they buy. And everybody has to know what it looks like. And if you don't, you shouldn't admit it in public. I mean, everybody should know what that little Energy Star guide symbol looks like. I know I do. It really mattered a lot to me when we bought our washer and dryer. It was the first question I asked. So do you have a sense for how it's helped with American families and businesses, how much it's saved? Because it's been in business for a while, 92 so um, how much of a difference has it made? It's been in place in 1992, like you said, Gina, and it has helped American families and businesses save more than 4 trillion kilowatt hours of electricity. So it is something consumers can look for in order to help savings or help uh, generate some savings in their home. So that's a big number. And, and it's great because they're measuring the difference. I think that the EPA is doing a lot of those things that, are, that matter and that are good. Um, but give us some examples you know, get down in the weeds with us a couple of examples. I mentioned our washer and dryer, I assume refrigerators. What else get an Energy Star label that consumers are very familiar with? So with their LEDs or lighting products that they purchase, um, 
some of them do carry that Energy Star label. So we encourage customers to look for that when they're purchasing some their lighting products for their home. If they do have a pool in their home, um, we encourage them to also look at the pool pumps that are Energy Star certified. Like you mentioned, the appliances, the bigger appliances also have Energy Star certification, um, which are the washers, dryers, refrigerators, freezers, room ACs. Um, and some of those on our side, we have uh, rebates for. So TP offers rebates for light bulbs with our retail partners like Home Depot and Walmart and Costco. Um, and we offer incentives for things such as pool pumps as well. So um, we encourage customers to also, on top of the Energy Star label, also look for any rebates we may offer through our website. Okay, so there's money to be saved in the energy over the life of the product and then money that you can save because of what the incentives are that TEP offers. One of the things I'm curious about, and I no, I'm not curious about, I want to share it, is when we had TEP come and do an energy audit of this house, one of the big bad wolves was an extra refrigerator in the garage. And they said, you know, it's Tucson, and that was like five years ago, and it's hotter, way hotter now. And they just recommended, they said, you know, if it's out in the garage, which is not air conditioned, it runs all the time. So we got rid of it and we've done a lot of changes. So our we're on the budget billing. So a lot, and it went down quite a bit a month because of some of those changes. What is a pool pump? Do you know enough about how does a pool pump become energy efficient? Can you explain that? Or is that a stump the guest question? Because I don't have a clue. No, for energy uh, pool pumps, they do get certified like the other products so they do get tested. And we typically um, encourage customers to look for the variable speed pool pumps because they do offer different speeds and they don't run as much throughout the day. And you can time them to run um, throughout the day as much as you want. And it's less uh, less energy that it takes for that particular pool pump to run, as well as it's quieter and as well as, you know, we want them to make sure that it's still filtrating the way it needs to. So it still does all of those things. It just uses a lot less energy to do so. Got it. And I can tell you this. I can answer this question because I think consumers who are listening might think, well, what about, does it hurt the performance of whatever the refrigerator, the washer, the dryer? And as a consumer, I can say no. But as an expert, what would you say, Edith? Does it mean you sacrifice performance if you pick an Energy Star product? No, saving energy doesn't mean that you're going to sacrifice on that performance. Um, So customers can feel confident that when they choose a Energy Star product that they're still going to get the same type of performance. Just you're going to save some money along the way with that. Right. And the proof is in the pudding. If 6 billion Energy Star products have been sold since 92, they're doing something right. And consumers would vote with their wallets if it wasn't working. So I think that says a lot. And it will it will probably continue to evolve. If I'm still interviewing you in five years, we'll say, remember that show back in 2020, the year of you know what? We don't even want to talk about 2020. <laughs> so let's go on a little bit. I don't want to go off on a rant, which Tammy knows I can do that at times, <laughs> but I'm sacrificing that right now. Things can get a little confusing for the consumer. And as one, I want things to be easy. You know, I'm that one click away kind of person. What's the difference between the Energy Star label versus the Energy Star guide or the Energy Guide? What's the difference? Are they one and the same thing? 
Great question, Gina. I think there's some confusion over that with the consumers. So most people recognize the Energy Star label. It's a very recognized label out there. Um, but there is still sometimes a little confusion about the Energy Star label versus the Energy Star guide. So I think a lot of us are also used to seeing the Energy Star label, which is often incorporated into Energy Star products. Um, it's a yellow and black label that is put on the products. Um, and that label typically includes the maker, the model, the size of the appliance, estimated yearly costs, operating costs uh, for similar models. And the Energy Star logo could be on that as well. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that if you see the Energy Guide label that the product is Energy Star. So it's still important for customers um, to look for that Energy Star label, even if it does have an Energy Star guide. You know what really helps, seriously, you guys, is that I we bought a washer dryer pre-COVID, like I think two weeks before we got shut down. And all these things became real to me. And of course, I know a lot about TEP and the programs. So I did look at both labels and they do help with comparison of energy use and operating costs. And we went to a locally owned um, appliance store, little plug for Christie's. They've been here forever since I have. And the man was very helpful, not a pushy salesperson. And um, we had a long conversation about why it matters. So your message, Edith, is do your homework and you can end up not just saving money, but helping with preservation of the planet, which Mrs. Green happens to like. So, okay, you got me clear on that. And you're right, the the yellow and black is what you look for. And then there's the Energy Star label, which is a light blue. Um, if my memory serves me, but if not, Edith, you can p jump in and say, no, it's no, Gina, it's not blue, it's purple. <laughs> but I know it's not purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're totally correct, Gina. It's a blue label with a little star for the Energy Star label. And then you're right, the yellow and black label is your energy guide. It is a great logo. Whoever did that hit pay dirt. I'm telling you when they figured that out. So let's transition to very patient Tammy, who's been there. <laughs> and I was looking at, you know, all the programs that you manage. Everybody at TEP, I think, wears multiple hats, except maybe the guys that meet you at the door for security. I don't know. But everybody at TEP, and they, and they don't work for TEP, I don't think. So anyway... One of the programs that you manage is the heat pump water heater program. And what I do know is that water heaters, my husband always says, you spend so much money keeping water hot. And talk about what this program is and why consumers need to listen up, me being one of them. Sure. So how high energy use are water heaters? <laughs> sure. Uh, first of all, thank you for having both Edith and I on this show. I always enjoy coming. Um, so to Edith's point, um, there's a lot of Energy Star products out there and water heaters are actually the second highest source of energy usage in your home. So an Energy Star certified water heater are an easy choice for energy savings, uh, performance and reliability, and they use less energy than the standard models. Uh, they can save homeowners money on their utility bills, and it also helps protect our climate as, you're, um, as you would, would like to hear. <laughs> um, so one of the programs that we have at Tucson Electric is for heat pump water heaters. So it's very different than the electric resistant water heater. Um, and I can kind of explain those differences if you want me to. I definitely want you to, because what's a heat-resistant uh, water heater, electric-resistant, whatever, yeah. 
Sure. So, um, so in lieu of electric resistant water heaters, as we mentioned, we recommend that our listeners do consider the Energy Star uh, certified heat pump water heater for their next water purchase, water heater purchase. Now, we do understand that the heat pump water heaters can cost more, but one thing I want to share is it's important to remember that the cost of actually operating a water heater is equally important to the cost of the water heater itself. So a heat pump water heater will generate savings. It protects the environment, and all in all, it's a sound investment. Um, We recommend that the customers research and obtain price quotes to make sure that buying a heat pump water heater is a right choice for their unique living situation. Um, For example, the heat pump water heater generally needs to be in a room, kind of like a garage or a large laundry room facility, or um, sometimes there's large utility closets that are built into homes. Uh, That would be an ideal uh, living situation for, for a heat pump water heater. Um, And also, because we recognize the cost is a little bit more than a traditional electric-resistant water heater, we have to help offset that cost. I'm excited to say that Tucson Electric has a program through the Efficient Home Program. We're offering residential customers. um, They may qualify for up to a $400 rebate towards the purchase and installation of an Energy Star heat pump water heater with a timer and a controller feature. Um, our rebate, I have. I just need to remind the listeners that our rebates are available for this year in 2020. So we do encourage that our listeners take advantage of that offering while it lasts. Uh, rebates are always subject to change and based on the availability of our funding in the program. So it's good, it's good to say that. And, yeah. and what I was thinking when you were talking is everything has changed. I mean, everything has changed. So Whereas we didn't work in our homes all the time, 90% of the people I know, maybe 95, are working from home. Everybody at TEP is, right. um, except the, you know, the, the people that go out on the, the road, but the whole building. So things like this, to me, take on a different focus and, and how can we live in our homes more? And I, I was going to ask you, Tammy, the number one use of electricity, please tell me it's an air conditioner or I'll be it really, is. thank it's God. Another, it's it's oh my, my other program I manage. I was going to shame myself if I didn't know that answer. <laughs> so thank goodness for that. But I mean, to me, for our listeners, it's just time to pay particular attention to all of these things and get on it now because this is an unbelievable um, opportunity. So go into the, can you go a little bit more into the technology? Like why would a consumer hesitate? Are there downsides? What, go take us down in the weeds because there has to be a more technical explanation because you can be sure I don't get it. You bet. Um, So I'm going to break it down in a simple version and then I'll try and get a little bit more technical because I like, elementary terminology, personally. Sign me up. Uh, (laughs) So to understand the concept of the heat pump technology, just imagine your refrigerator working in reverse. So while a refrigerator is removing heat from the enclosed box and expel the heat to the surrounding air, the heat pump water heater actually takes the heat from your surrounding air and transfers it to the water in an enclosed tank. So an electric resistant water heater 
needs that electricity to turn it into heat transferred directly to the water. Now, a heat pump water heater, what it's doing, it's drawing in the ambient air from the surrounding air. That's, that's the reason we talk about garages, laundry facilities. Um, the rooms are large enough that they can take that ambient air um, into the tank. So the heat is then absorbed um, the air is absorbed by the refrigerant inside the evaporative coil. Got it. And then the cool dehumidified air is exhausted out. And the refrigerant is then pumped through the compressor to further increase the temperature. Uh, heat is transferred throughout the tank by the water or the refrigeration circulation process. And this process to move heat from one place to another instead of generating heat is the direct result in the efficiency. So when it gets cooler out, which is never going to happen in Tucson, so why am I even bringing that up? Um, when it gets cooler out, is it harder to get the water hot? Does that make sense? Since it's using ambient air, it's never it's never cool in my, refer- in my garage, just trust me. It's, you know, warm. It's hot as heck now. But what is what happens when the weather gets cooler in January for two days. (laughs) Right. So if you're using a garage, for an example, um, it's still warm in your garage. So it is able to use the um, ambient air to bring it in and utilize that heat. Um, There's also a hybrid model that I can talk about a little bit later. But um, I also, if you don't mind, I also wanted to point out that the heat pump water heater is two to three times more efficient to operate than an electric-resistant water heater. Wow. Um, And also, I want our listeners to understand about the payback period for that investment. So if you have a unit that can last up to, let's just say, 12 years or more of a lifespan, your payback for that investment is less than five years, which is a great selling point. So those are two extra features I just wanted to point out when you're comparing apples to oranges here. I'm really glad that you did because that matters. I mean, people know that. And I think, I don't know, I'm just maybe Pollyanna. I think people in my world are thinking about things a lot longer, a lot harder, taking a look at things they may may not have because we are, our world changed. On March 15th, my world changed and it hasn't gone back to anything. I don't think it's ever going back to what it was. There will be new degrees of normalcy, but... I think that's really important to say because it's really a long-term forever good good deal all around. So right. that's really, that helps. And I'm glad you brought that up. So um, do we want to even talk about like, is there a range of costs you can give us? Because I have no idea. I mean, is that going to scare us away or is it, <laughs> to, you, know, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think listeners are saying, well, how much is it? I'm saying that. And I know you can get a rebate and I know you guys would be great in working with the, with customers because I've had issues. So what what's the, is there an average cost? I hate quantifying it because okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I've talked to uh, quite a few of our water heater um, installers here in Tucson and the prices do range. Um, okay. On size of house and if it's an apartment, it's one thing. And if it's a a, a condo, it's another, and if it's a four thousand square foot house, so that's a f- every um, installer or every vendor out there. They have different selling um, price structures, very much like when you and I always recommend to get three, a minimum of three bids. Very, 
I mentioned one of the other programs that I manage is our AC, and I always talk about get a minimum of three bids because one unit could cost, that that price point could fluctuate depending upon who you go through. And that really matters too. And the question I had also is we went to Taos, New Mexico on June 1st to stay for two months to really and truly the truth is to be near our adorable granddaughter, but to get away from Tucson because the COVID was so high and my husband is high risk, blah, blah, blah. We ended up staying four months. Well, that whole time, my water heater was heating up water. So with this kind of um, product, could we have set a timer or put it in sleep mode or something like that, whereas it wouldn't have been keeping the water hot when no one was here for four months? Depending upon the manufacturers, there are different modes on the water heaters. Um, So the modes could range from, um, like you were talking about, a vacation or a away mode, um, as well as efficiency economy modes. Uh, If you have a hybrid heat pump water heater, there's a hybrid mode. Um, And then, of course, the electric um, mode. And there are different names depending upon the manufacturer to whom you go to. So, yeah, when you went away on vacation, you have the option to put it in an away slash vacation mode. Got it. Got it. I hope I understood your question correctly. (laughs) It was a very long question because you know me, I do that. But it's like it would be great to have not heated our water heater the entire time we were gone. And this answers the question. So... You are passionate about the programs you represent. Everybody I interviewed from Tucson has a passion. It doesn't ever sound like a job. What do your customers say? Like, is there a really like, oh, I love this the most, Tammy, when you're out interacting with customers about this program? What do they say? Well, we do get some complaints and we have, um, you you know me, I'm a very transparent person. So we do get some complaints, which we have solutions for. And then we also have uh, the ones that have have it for the, I would say 95% are extremely um, happy with their purchase and have some excellent testimonies. Um, So some of the complaints just to, uh, again, be transparent and to be able to... But that's wonderful that you do that because that's honest and it has integrity. So do, do tell. (laughs) Um, But again, like I said, we have solutions. So um, I'm hoping that I can... Um, help steer our listeners into the right direction. So the most common complaint that we're hearing is that they could run out of hot water. And um, kind of to your point when you're asking when it gets uh, cooler outside, will they run out of hot water? So um, a couple things that I wanted to make note of is to improve that recovery time. On a, so if you have a 100% pure heat pump water heater to improve that recovery time, we recommend buying a unit with a larger tank size that you that you become accustomed to. Um, so the, that way it can store more hot water. Now the other option I was mentioning earlier, the hybrid heat pump water heater. The hybrid has a function that during periods where the hot water demand is at a peak, um, that it clicks into a, it goes from the hybrid over to the uh, standard electric resistant uh, heat automatically. And that way you're not running out of that hot water. Um, the heat pump water heater does come with control panels so that you can select that op- those different operating modes. And um, I kind of mentioned those modes do 
uh, change. Right. Uh, vary from manufacturers. Right. And then on the other side, um, we have customers that are absolutely loving it. Um, so it's, I, I, and again, it depends on your length of showers. I had, um, I will never forget our very first heat pump water heater install in Tucson. And this gentleman was talking about his wife takes long showers and he goes, oh no, we're 100% happy with it. She just needs to take shorter showers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bam, I was thinking that what's running through my head this whole time is my granddaughter, who I absolutely adore, not the one that's 16 months old, but the one who's 19. Um, we tease her all the time. And sometimes with not all loving kindness, saying, Madison, what in God's name can someone do in the shower for 20 minutes? It's like, I don't get it. And I have an, another niece that does the same thing. So you can be sure that Mrs. Green does not remain silent on this issue. It's like, do you have any idea what kind of energy you're using? And blah, 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 blah. And just get in there and get out. And I love putting a timer on sometimes to make sure that I'm doing the five-minute shower thing. And I, I love the fact that you're doing a timer with an adult because I do the timer with my child all the time. <laughs> it's like, do it with an adult. So anyway, <laughs> well, that's really, to me, it's another opportunity to learn. And I want to know, like, this is, first of all, for all you listeners out there, full transparency, we had some technical difficulties in even getting this show to go, but we did it because we're tenacious and we care about the planet. So let me ask you, Edith or Tammy, in all of this hoopla and staying with us, did I ask you all the questions that I want to know the answer to? Or are there things that you wanted to share that... You're sitting there like maybe Edith saying, God, I wish Gina had asked me that. Is there anything else that we need to know other than to tell people to spend time on the Guard Darn TEP website and you'll save money just by spending time on it? I kid you not. There's a way to save money on your energy bill. So Edith, do you have anything else that you wanted to add? I'm so glad you got to be with us. That's great being here. And thank you for the opportunity to share this information with our consumers. Um, so there's one thing that I will share is that the consumers could also look for the Energy Star rating if they purchase a new home. That's important to know because it is something that they could look for with their builders and see if um, they offer Energy Star, Star certified homes. And if you pair that up with adding new Energy Star appliances, that could be pretty good savings at the start of your purchase of a, of a new home. So I just wanted to add that. But other than that, I think we've covered most of the points um, why it's important to look for that label and we encourage it and we're happy to be here and be able to share that. You know, it's like this was like um, all trick question or, or what the heck do I want to say? Like I couldn't have scheduled, I couldn't have set it up better because I am obsessed now with the built environment. And you are absolutely right. And every consumer that's thinking about purchasing a new home, keep asking the Energy Star Energy Guide questions because that will motivate builders to, for more of them to step up. And we need it. The built environment is so significant when it comes to combating climate change and for climate adaptation and mitigation. So Tammy, is there anything else you're bursting at the seams that Mrs. Green <laughs> forgot to ask you? I would say I, am, I would love to share my favorite feature of the heat pump water heater. Do it! Um, my, my, my favorite selling point of the heat pump water heater. Um, so, of course, in addition to heating water, uh, the heat pump water heater also can cool and, de and dehumidifies the air and the surrounding space as it transfers the heat to the unit. So what I mean is 
um, this cooling element impressed me. I, I, I think the best way to describe it is to tell you um, where how it impressed me was when I was standing in front of an installed unit where I could feel the cold air hitting my face as I'm standing in front of it. So this customer was excited because he said that his garage felt cooler than historically on when he had the electric resistant water heater in that um, same area. So it does release a cooling element into that surrounding area um, to make that room more comfortable to live in. And he was able to be able to work out in his garage a little bit more during the summertime because of that cooling feature. (laughs) OMG. I mean, the thought of that would be mind-blowing. All of us, like, we draw straws to see who has to go out to the garage to get anything in the summer because it's so darn hot out there. So I loved having you both on. You can tell I, I got all animated again instead of, you know, moaning about the technical issues, which is part of our world today. So my final words are all about intention and challenges and overcoming objections and convenience. I don't know, Tammy and Edith, if you know, because the one of the first people I called was Francisco to tell him when Chapman changed out my car, you know, they're a major sponsor and supporter of Mrs. Green's World Mission. I got an Audi e-tron SUV. So talk about cry, burst into tears like, OMG, this car is so gorgeous. I feel like it's a spaceship. But the relevance to this conversation is that it has required lifestyle changes for me. It has required me to think about trips. You have to know if you're going on a long trip where the superchargers are. And I feel I'm personally making more of a difference when it comes to the battle to combat climate change. So for shows like this, I ended up I end up getting off or when I'm preparing for the show, personally asking myself, and I'm asking all of you listeners, what more can we do when it comes to our battle to combat climate change? It's been a horrible summer. My husband, uh, my son-in-law was on a major fire in um, California. A person in his unit was killed from the fire. But how can we help use less energy to become more a part of the solution? And interviews like this give me pause and make me realize that even with all of the commitments I've made and all the personal changes I've made, I can up my game. One of my favorite taglines for Mrs. Green that will stay with me forever during this 12-year journey is the one, we don't tell you what to think, we just want you to. So I invite you to press pause sometime in the days and weeks to come after you listen to this podcast and ask yourself, what else could you be doing to make even more of a difference? What kind of programs does TEP offer that you're not even aware of or that you were thinking about doing or that might help save you money? Because I got news for you folks. I was so resistant to LED light bulbs You can't do that if you're Mrs. Green. So I changed them all out because the five years before when I tried them, they didn't, they, you know, they, there weren't enough watts, as I used to say. Well, now they come in. um, If you want it bright, you got it bright. If you want it medium, if you want it low, the technology changes. And we all need to be on board making a difference for this great planet of ours. And what I was thinking about this is if I even pick just one thing and do it. That's my plan. So Edith and Tammy, you made a difference for me. You inspired me today. And I do appreciate all that you and TEP 
does and that your willingness to partner with Mrs. Green's World helps spread the word. And I always learn things. And when I learn things, other people around me learn them whether they like it or not. <laughs> it's like, I think they appreciate me. My friends do share. Did you know this? Did you know that? And have you considered this? So I appreciate both of you and our, our wonderful partnership. And my final thanks is always to you, our listeners, because without you, there would be no us. So Edith and Tammy, see you in the aftertimes, I hope. There will be a gathering someday and I will see your smiling faces and we can virtually hug or, you know, elbow, that stupid elbow bump you will not see me doing. (laughs) But anyway, thank you both for being here and for all you do to make a difference. Thank you, Gina. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.